All right, folks, welcome in. Uh, happy to have you guys here. First episode of MCU Edge with Jake Ellenbogen. And as, of course, I am Jake Ellenbogen. We are kicking this brand new show off. It is a call-in show exclusively on the call-in app. So you can definitely, uh, if you do want to call in, hit the button, call in. I'll bring you on. We'll talk about it. We're going to be discussing, and spoiler warning ahead, uh, because we are going to be discussing in detail the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, what I would call a spectacular movie event, and something that I would say was honestly a masterpiece. But I want to get your thoughts on it, where we go from here, what you took away, and yeah, so don't be a stranger. Hit the uh, call-in button on the bottom of your screen if you do want to be a part of the action. We're going to have all sorts of uh, guests throughout our time doing this show. It's going to be every Monday at this time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Next week, we already have it slated. We're going to be talking about fan casting, so uh, the different spots in the MCU. We'll be talking about that next week. But this is going to be all about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So, again, if you haven't seen it already... Uh, then as long as you don't want it spoiled, uh, please head on out of here. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Um, but if you have seen it, we're going to move forward on that end. And, uh, yeah, so pretty much I'm just going to talk about it. Uh, again, anyone's welcome to come in, but I do want to, you know, discuss obviously going through the movie. Um, you know, my initial thoughts, I thought Sam Raimi did an incredible job of keeping his own style. But on top of that, making it an MCU film, uh, making it his own. Um, it is the closest, I believe it came to being a rated R uh, MCU film. They actually had to cut out a few scenes, including one scene at the beginning where Mordo would have been cut off. He would have had his head decapitated uh, by Wanda at the beginning with his intestines. So they had to cut that out in order to avoid the R rating, um, as well as another one that would have had a whole uh, lobotomy done on Wanda that would have featured uh, Michael Fassbender as Magneto, uh, finding out that that was her father in the uh, 838 universe. Uh, those of you that have seen it, hopefully those of you who have seen it are in here and those of you who haven't are gone, but uh, we're going full spoiler right now. So yeah, I thought it was a great movie. Uh, really, really dark. Was it a horror movie? You know, it, 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 I guess it's up to your interpretation. I mean, is it necessarily like a slasher? No, I mean, that's not, you know, really what kind of horror it was. It was more supernatural, um, you know, really kind of, uh, you know, I thought it did a really nice job of being uh, spooky. You know, I mean, it was there were moments where, man, you got Wanda turning into, uh, you know, Pennywise, you know, coming through the gong or the mirror or whatever. I mean, just, you know, disenfigurement and disembodiment and all of that. It was just, you know, very Sam Raimi, if you've ever seen Evil Dead. So looking at this uh, movie and looking at where we go from here, well, obviously the movie's great, but we know that Wanda Maximoff did die, or so we think. Obviously, I don't think she died, but we know at the end, you know, Wonder Gore Mountain falls on top of her. You know, obviously the rule of thumb is if you don't see a body, then you can't say she's dead. Like, for instance, when you go back 
Endgame, you know, and you see uh, Black Widow, you kind of know, you know, seeing her dead in Vormir, I mean, that she's dead. That That's that. Like, there's no coming back from that. You saw the body laying motionless. She's dead. But Wanda, you didn't see. So there is a lot of speculation out there. I've seen people say, oh, well, you know, she probably uh, went back to, you know, train with uh, Agatha Harkness. And for those of you who don't know, um, we did find out some news that House of Harkness, which is going to star Agatha Harkness, is basically being called a comedy series. It's coming to Disney Plus, and it's looking about quarter four of 2023. Now, for me, I kind of feel like Wanda could appear in that, but it doesn't seem like it's going to have a ton to do with moving forward this story in particular. It sounds like it's going to be its own separate thing. Um, now, there's a lot of questions and speculation. When Wanda, when that whole thing happens with the Darkhold, does that change the spell which she put on Agatha Harkness? That's a really good question. I don't know if it breaks the spell or not. But either way, we know we're going to get an Agatha Harkness show. So I'd imagine in some case, she's going to break out of that spell. But another thing could be, and you do see that flash. You see that flash of red energy, uh, you know, the chaos magic when the Wondergore Mountain falls on her. So some people were speculating maybe she teleported. There's a lot of things that could have happened. I don't think she's dead. I know there's a rumor out there Elizabeth Olsen signed like a six, seven year deal uh, with Marvel Studios. That wouldn't make any sense to kill her off. And she's going to have her own uh, project. I don't know if it's a film or a series but she's going to have her own project. So that, that's the, the important thing there. But one thing that I haven't seen mentioned. Notice the entire movie was all about her kids. We put an emphasis on her kids and the multiverse. And I thought, first off, I'll say they did a really good job of not making it too muddy. They handled the multiverse well. But the big thing here is that we get literally a few mentions of Vision. And that is it. And keep in mind, Vision is her everything until the boys come. Well, it doesn't mean she no longer cares about Vision. And I don't know if she realizes that White Vision has all of those memories from the Hex Vision, as we saw at the end of WandaVision. So it begs the question, are we going to see her going after White Vision? And now I've always said this, when it comes to White Vision... And, you know, when he he just takes off and leaves at the end of WandaVision, I think he's only going one specific place in mind, and that is Wakanda, where he died. And since that's the case, I think he is going to be in Wakanda forever, which is set to come out at the end of the year. I think that's where we're going to see him. I don't think that means Wanda is going to be in Wakanda forever, but I think we're going to see Vision pop up pretty soon. Because White Vision was kind of the MCU's way. Obviously, White Vision exists in the comics. I'm not saying it doesn't. But White Vision is the MCU's way of keeping Paul Bettany, who is an incredible actor, and Vision, who's a very good character, uh, still in the MCU some way, somehow, despite the fact that he died and Thanos ripped out the stone. I think that's interesting. But furthermore, I think it's interesting that Vision's nowhere to be seen in the 838 universe. Because Vision is nowhere. And as we saw in the 
basically the the A three uh, f- flashback scene when you see the dead Thanos in the the corner. The thing that we notice is that he doesn't have the Mind Stone, so that means Vision's still alive, or at least that's what we're supposed to believe. So he might still be alive in that universe. And since that one scene with the lobotomy was taken out, we don't know what that means as far as Wanda. Now, I want to bring up a theory that I've seen a few times about the Illuminati, because I do want to address the elephant in the room here. People are like, what the hell? The Illuminati, they were so weak. They got completely trounced by Wanda. First off, love the scene. I think it really sets the tone that she's not somebody you can mess with. The second thing is, I thought about it. I've seen the movie three times, and I thought about it to myself, and I'm like, you know what? There's something off here. Like, this was planned. And obviously, yes, it was planned. It was written. I get that. But what I'm trying to say is, and I've seen some theories on this, is that what if, and think about this for a sec, what if the Illuminati were totally cool with dying because Mordo is the, you know, he's the supreme, you know, guy there, obviously. And he's the guy that basically took over for Doctor Strange. And he has the time stone. What if Mordo, and the reason they kept him alive, it's one of the things that you just, you kind of write into the story to make it work. The reason they kept Mordo alive is because Mordo is going to bring everyone back. What if they were all supposed to die, but they wanted to slow down Wanda and they actually did trust Doctor Strange because they were just trying to slow her down so they could get to the Book of Ashanti? I don't know if that's the case. There's been no confirmation of that being the case, but it is a very interesting theory because if that's the case, then I'd imagine right after our heroes leave 838 Universe, the Illuminati were resurrected. And with the Time Stone, you could do that. So I think that's uh, that's an interesting thing to hold on to. Um, again, in case you're new here, anybody that wants to, uh, they can go ahead and hit the call-in uh, button. I'm taking callers throughout any of these shows. Um, can definitely collab, so don't be a stranger. If you do want to say your piece, you know, definitely... Uh, Definitely feel free to do that. What's up, Dr. Dingus? How's it going? You know, I feel like looking at the future of the MCU, um, obviously Multiverse of Madness has some impact, right? It has something to do with it. There's definitely, um, you know, it's definitely important to the story, but I thought they did a really nice job of not making it super cataclysmic, where... Now you can have She-Hulk coming out and you can have all these different shows coming out. It's not like a universe that's disrupted. Um, What's up, Julio? You know, I just kind of feel like they really did right by the the multiverse. I know there were people complaining that there wasn't a Tom Cruise, uh, you know, superior Iron Man. Uh, We didn't get to see that much of the Illuminati. You know, Balder the Brave wasn't in there. We didn't see Tobey Maguire, um, which... Let's be honest here, folks. We didn't see any of the Spider-Men because there would have been no way to write them in a story like this without having them die. That's why we didn't see any of the Spider-Men. Think about this. It's actually a good thing. If you're a fan of Spider-Man, 
it's a good thing they weren't in this because Wanda would have ripped them in half. Oh, and we got a, a caller in here. Anthony, welcome to MCU Edge. You're our first ever caller into the show. How's it going? You are on mute, by the way. Oh, there you go. Okay. Hi, Anthony. How's it going? Hey, Jake. It's good. I haven't fallen you with the the Rams and stuff like that, and and this too. So, just wanted to call in. And uh, yeah, I was I actually watched um, I actually watched the Doctor Strange movie twice as well, and um, I was actually thinking that you know they wanted to to showcase how powerful Scarlet Witch could be, but they had to do the whole hurting crush with the Wandagore because they can't really have her in any of the upcoming storylines coming up because now she's a show that she's too strong. So any villain they're going to bring in with the powers that she has, she pretty much can take them out by herself. So I think they have to have a reason for them, you know, kind of get her out of the way for a while so they can establish a new, new villain, new storyline because if they bring anybody in, I mean, just seeing what she did to everybody in this movie, she can take on anybody by herself. No, it's a really good point. Um, you know, because I was actually thinking about that today. I don't know if you saw the, the tweet I put out, but it was between uh, Scarlet Witch, Omni-Man, Goku, uh, Ultra Instinct, and uh, uh, Homelander from The Boys, uh, Invincible, okay. Dragon Ball Z, and of course the MCU. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, after I tweet this, I'm like, have we made the Scarlet Witch too powerful for the cinema? Like, honestly, like, I don't know how she would lose. And so I feel like there was no way, like, it had to end with her going back to being Wanda, who's very powerful, but not quite the Scarlet Witch. Like, the Scarlet Witch is, like, basically uh, the same as, like, the Phoenix Force with Jean Grey, you know? Yeah. So... No, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I agree with you because, yeah, you do run the risk of making her too strong. And at that point, none of the villains make any sort of sense because she can just beat any of them. Kang is really interesting because he can, you know, be all over, you know, all throughout the multiverse. And, um, you know, on top of it, I know there's rumors about, you know, Galactus eventually showing up and Doctor mm-hmm. Doom. So... Yeah, I I definitely think that's a good point that you make there. Well, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm really interested to see how they're going to use King and Ant Man. Like how how are they going to like combine yeah. together? Um, but another thing too, where I, with the Doctor Strange is what I think is this could be a way for them to kind of bring in a little bit of the comic book with the House of M because kind of like when they took her out in there, she ended up losing her memory. Like she disappeared for a while. And, she lost her memory. So I'm thinking maybe after this, you might find her later on, but she may have you know, lost her memory and don't remember who she is, so maybe she won't be as powerful as she was at the end of the yeah. And then she yeah, that kind of... And I, I was kind of thinking about different scenarios. I know a lot of people thought this movie was going to be where they can bring in like the mutants. So I was thinking maybe like maybe there was a spell inputted in the Wandagore mountain before where they got rid of mutants, and now that it's destroyed, maybe that spell got lifted... And maybe the mutants come back somehow. Because they still got to bring that in somehow. I'm not sure how they're going to do that. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. And I know she, like herself, Elizabeth Olsen, has, uh, you know, repeatedly said that's what she wants. You know, that's where she wants her story to go. So, yeah. 
I mean, at some point, I, I know they kind of did, the, you know, their own rendition on it, um, you know, but I, I could totally see them doing it, you know, even though it was kind of covered in WandaVision, I could see them doing like a full on, um, you know, House of M storyline. Yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting. It was a very good movie, though. I, I was happy with it. And I'm just kind of wondering how they're actually I don't see how they could tie this into with, um, you know, Thor, Love, Love and Thunder. Because I don't know how those two are going to mix up with the multiverse and them. Because um, I read the whole series of that in the comic books. And I know they took a lot of the images that they showed in the, at least the trailer from the actual comic book. But the storyline is going to be kind of interesting. I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, that trailer should be dropping at some point tonight if it hasn't already dropped. During uh, the game, yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be pretty cool. But, you know, I, I agree with you. It is kind of weird, right? And, and also, we don't know the full overarching story there with, you know, for instance, looking at, um, you know, we, we don't know the full overarching story in regards to, uh, you know, Jane Foster and how she becomes, you know, this Thor character. Like, maybe she's from the multiverse. Like, we don't know, you know, so... That is, uh, that's an intriguing thing, uh, to keep in mind. Uh, Anthony, I do appreciate you calling. Um, you know, always a, a pleasure having callers in. Everyone, yeah. you know, feel free if you want to, you know, call in. Um, you know, that is what the, the app's for. It's basically like spaces, but, you know, instead it's an actual show that's live and, uh, it does become a podcast afterwards. So, um, you know, anybody is welcome to call in at any point. Uh, Ricky, I have another uh, caller here. I'm going to bring in Ricky again. Anthony, thank right. you. No problem. Thank you. All right, Ricky, how you doing? Oh, all right. How's it going? It's going well. Anytime I get a chance to talk about the MCU, uh, you know, I'm like a kid in the candy store about this. So, you know. Well, I'm I'm just a casual viewer of the MCU. Like, I'm not like a lot of y'all that are head over heels in this like y'all are deep i'm not i just watch it for the fun of it like the whole easter egg hunting and all that i'm not on it i've grown to not expect live action films to not come close to comic book films as in superman and batman and all the x-men films all that they don't really touch how, how strong characters is in comic books. And just like when you went off on, have we made Scarlet Witch too strong? No, we, we really haven't. But we have for just the movie purposes of it. But she is supposed to be like, what 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 is the Omega level? Yeah. She's an Omega level character that can change what the destinies and lives of like all the mutants in the MCU. Yeah, she's she's big time. Um, you know, I obviously I know she's she's huge in the comics, but you know, I think there's always a, a question because, you know, you, you don't really know everyone's power level, you know, as far as it, it, you can't quantify that, right? So there's different fictional um, you know, fictional works of art, so to speak. And I was talking about this earlier today, and I just feel like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, uh, Scarlet Witch is super, super powerful, 
But, you know, there are other powerful beings that they could totally introduce. The problem is, you know, when you portray her as how as how powerful she was on the, you know, the movie, you know, it does get to be in that gray area where, like I was saying earlier with the Spider-Man, like if you're a Spider-Man fan, like I, that's my favorite character. Like I didn't want Tobey Maguire in this because I don't see a way Tobey Maguire doesn't get killed by Scarlet Witch is what I'm saying. Like, I don't see a way that any of those new characters like wouldn't have been killed. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It it, it does. And that's the problem that they have with live action films and trying to do a whole bunch of collabos in it because well, in comic book life, no, nobody's really ever dead. Like, Everybody gets reborn or right, what you call reboot. Well, they couldn't exactly do that in a live action film, so they got stuck. And and it did seem like Scarlet was not that strong when she ran into Spider Man and um, the whole group with Captain America and them. So, oh, you mean in Civil War? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's it's part of her arc because, you know, she's just Wanda Maximoff and hasn't really become the Scarlet Witch. We as the fans knew exactly what she was going to be, but I she didn't become the Scarlet Witch until WandaVision, which is even after the whole uh, Infinity War saga, which is pretty incredible when you think about it. And I, MCU, I, I wish y'all would go ahead and do a whole bunch of these series. Like, y'all hurt my feelings. Like giving six or seven episodes of Moon Knight and <laughs> it's done. Like, wow. Like continue on the the Punisher and um Daredevil. Th- those make good series. Like let those fill be the fillers to these big films y'all produce. I I get stuck on like I get really pissed off because I get a six series episode. You know, a, Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely feel that. I think really what it's uh, the the reason for that, Ricky, is because they put so much money into, you know, those particular shows. And so it has more of a cinematic feel. And so because of that, like Loki had an astronomical amount of money as far as the budget. So like we knew that was going to be like huge. Um but, like, shows that have 20, 30 episodes a season, they're not playing with that type of budget. So I think Disney is just really focused on those, I don't want to call them miniseries, but, you know, like the the 6 to 8 to even 10 episode, uh, you know, type of seasons, I would say. Uh, I feel you. And I, I'll let you go, but I just want to say I keep missing the Ram side of your calling. My notifications come in like way too late, and then by the time I hit it, the room's empty or ended. So that's the reason why I've been missing. Oh, no worries. Uh, I have one coming on Wednesday, and then one on Sunday. So, okay. Well, I guess we'll see you then, man. Horns up. Absolutely. Thanks All as right. always, Ricky. Appreciate no you. No problem, bud. Julio, uh, you are on mute. And anybody that wants to call in or wants to, you know, co-host or anything, you guys are more than welcome. I'm inviting you all to speak. So, you know, just uh, don't be a stranger. Julio, welcome to MCU Edge. How's it going? What's up, Jake? How are you doing? Good. 
good. We we've talked for for a minute now, but it's nice to actually hear your voice. <laughs> yes, I know. I always follow you on YouTube, so I get hey. From <laughs> the Rams, so yeah. Absolutely. So what were your thoughts? I, I saw um you commented, Yep, Wanda is a class five mutant in Omega level. Yeah, um and mutant, I see in the mutant universe, yeah. Was excellent. Yeah, and I see uh shout out to the other Garth. Scarlet Witch would have killed Thanos by herself in Endgame if he don't rain fire on everyone. So yeah, I'm I agree with that. I think we were getting to the point where around Endgame Scarlet like Wanda was starting to really tap into her full power. Not quite like the level of Scarlet Witch, but she was about maxing out Wanda herself, I think, at that point. Would you agree with that? I will, yeah. I, and, I understood uh, her power, so I didn't know her power was that strong at first. I thought she was just like a, an utter power, superpower, but until I saw WandaVision, like, oh, she's, I underestimated her. She's underrated. Yeah. I, was, I like. Yeah, oh. I loved WandaVision. I and, know, I did. You know what's funny about this uh, this movie? They call it Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It really could have just been like Scarlet Witch. Like it, it was yeah. like you know, it was like a continuation of WandaVision in reality. Yeah, I thought uh, they did a nice job with it. Now I want to ask you, Julio, and anybody that wants to chime in here, where do they go from here? Because I know you know we've talked about you know, the Illuminati and how, you know, that theory, I believe that they're still alive. And I think that they were brought back to life by Mordo. I think that's why he was purposely left alive and all that. But there's more to it than that. It's not just, okay, the Illuminati's back in A38. Like, you know, we get all this talk about incursions and stuff. Like, we're kind of teasing secret wars here. And so I just want to get your thoughts on where you think that, you know, the next Doctor Strange movie or whatever is supposed to be the direct sequel to this. Uh, what you think we're we're going towards? I think explore more of the multiverse. You know, explore more of it. That's why I, I want to see more. Yeah, yeah. You know, I um, I like the way they did it mm-hmm. because it wasn't too muddy. But I could definitely see in the next movie if they wanted to expand it a little bit, get to more multi, uh, more universes throughout the multiverse. Um, I'm just I'm curious to see when, you know, like. One, I want to know, does Thor Love and Thunder take place after this or before this? And I think we're going to find that out pretty soon. Yeah, that, that's a warning too, you know. You know, I because, I mean, w- there's so many questions that need to be answered. Like, you know, Jane Foster, for instance, being Thor. Like, is that a multiversal Jane Foster? Like, where are we going with that? Because I know in the comics she has cancer, right? In the comics, right? Um, That I'm not sure of. You might... I- be more of a expert on that than I am, but yeah, that's what I heard. But yeah, According yeah. To the director, he said that, but yeah, yeah. So I mean that that'll be interesting, and I know like Chris Hemsworth said this is like his favorite project he's ever worked on, so that's going to be really intriguing. Um, but as far as you know, this this movie goes, and just you know everything that that came with it. I mean, we saw even you know I, I don't want to say it's a direct crossover. I don't know if it's the same exact Captain Carter, but we saw Captain Carter. Uh, from what if yeah so it's more connection you know in the mcu and i feel like that's just something that they just absolutely love to do and i think it's something that they pull off well but i know everyone was asking like where was uh you know this x-men and where was this guy where was the you know they only had what two hours and 20 minutes or whatever they, they didn't have enough time to really put too many characters in that so i'm glad they did with what they did mm-hmm 
do you have any suggestions for you know like the next project that they do in regards to uh the next like doctor strange movie or whatever is going to come after this uh, i don't want to see x-men though how how would they bring that in you know because i love x-men you know, that's my favorite yeah it, it really makes me wonder yeah i love the x-men too it really makes yeah. me wonder if like i mean they have such an easy way of bringing them in like but they want to make it so obviously it's creative and it's done the right way, right? Because you could just bring it in and not really even worry about the repercussions, right? You could just be chaotic with it. I mean, we see... You can, you can merge the multiverse, you know? You can merge it with the other universes. You can merge it together. That's always my theory. Yeah, and I was talking about it yesterday, um, you know, with the standalone, the one-off movies, um, because there's a lot of those projects that are, you know, being rumored, like we could get a Captain Carter uh, series or, uh, you know, a movie. And, you know, even like the Netflix uh, Marvel shows turning into, you know, Disney Plus, like what universe are they in? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, like Daredevil, you know, which which one is, you know, from the Netflix universe or from Disney Plus universe, you know, you get me? Yeah, I think the Daredevil one is going to be 616. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, I do not know, like, what I found really intriguing, and I never really got into uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so, you know, yeah, sorry I for anybody more. that <laughs> gets offended more. by that. Uh, but I just, it was not my type of show. I, I don't know. I, it took a while to get going. and But anyway, um, this movie, and I'm not saying it directly told us that it was, but this movie kind of teased that, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. might be canon because everyone's biggest holdup with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was that the Darkhold was different. And then they kind of told us that, look, the Darkhold in Doctor Strange 2 is a copy. And so, you know, that did kind of leave the door open for, um, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to be canon. It's Like I said, it's not like a direct thing, not a guarantee. But it is something. So, you know, I think that's definitely an interesting thought there. And I think, you know, the, the addition of Clea what is really interesting because uh, that was one of the only leaked photos throughout the entire time they were, uh, you know, basically filming Doctor Strange. Not really anything got out. Um, but, who, you know, she, the, who is she again? I forgot who she, who she was. The, uh, the well, Clea is played by... And now I totally forgot her name. Someone can help me in the comments, probably. But um, Charlize Theron. There we go. Um, she's played by Charlize Theron. And, uh, you know, that leaked, like, photo came out mm-hmm. way early on. One of the only ones we got. She is, like, Doctor Strange's, like, love interest. Yeah, that was, like, the only linked photo of all of everything. <laughs> yeah. And so to only see her, not even really in the movie, just like a post credit scene, that was a yeah. little bit of a shock to me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know who she was. Like, who is this character? <laughs> I forgot about her because I it know. had been so long since that photo came out and it leaked. And I was like, wait a minute. Um, now, of course, I got to address, you know, the big thing here. We we glossed over a little bit of the um, the Illuminati and... One thing that I got to throw out there, because I know people are thinking it, Fantastic Four, Reed Richards, do you think uh, Krasinski is going to be back as Reed Richards? I'm going to say yes. I think so, too. 
And yeah. I've seen people say, well, I don't know how he'll be back because he was already introduced in A38. And, you know, they don't, you know, they, they look different in each universe. I think that's entirely false because yeah. it literally showed you in the movie that Benedict Cumberbatch played three different Doctor Strangers. Yep. Even voiced over the one in <laughs> What If. So <laughs> this idea that, you know, like it would have to be different. I, I just, I don't know. I don't subscribe to that. Yeah, I'm curious to see if they bring the Fox Fantastic Four at any point. Oh, that'd uh, be cool though. Yeah, I love that one. That one, not the uh, the newest one. Yeah, not the new one. No, no. <laughs> the 2005 one. Say 2005. That's the one. Yes, yes. I I like the the old Fantastic Four. Uh, I'd like to see Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. I know some <laughs> people would not. But that'd be cool though. Yeah. Yeah, I I that'd think be- it would too. I can't believe uh, he played two characters in Marvel. One was the Human Torch and Captain America. Like, what the heck? Yeah. No, I I hear you. I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things. But, yeah, I'm excited for, you know, the future and the way it looks right now. Um, you know, really like the different attention to detail. And now I want to touch on something that Dr. Dingus said earlier. Um, you know, Earth 838 is interesting do they have a vision on that earth if the illuminati have the mind stone and used it to make the their ultron bots also who's the father of Wanda's kids if it is in vision um that's very intriguing there i think clea is going to be the key in the next doctor strange oh now just seeing all these comments pop up sorry guys i don't know where they went but um disney announced a new season of daredevil yep uh they announced last week, heard rumors Punisher and Jessica Jones is next. Secret Wars is probably the next big event. Uh, she did have cancer. They think she will develop a disease from her time with the Infinity Storm in Thor 2. That is a really good... Um, That's a good Those one. are really good comments. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that makes a lot of sense. Now, you know, kind of covering it, earlier uh, Dingus mentioned uh, America Chavez. Um she was good, you know, she was more good interested story. to see what the future of America Chavez holds with her current power. Now training as a sorcerer, she could be powerful, uh, could be powerful possibly. Yeah, I agree. Um, what were your thoughts on that? Making America Chavez, uh, you know, a sorcerer. Uh, I think it has potential, you know, she's young, you know, she can, she can grow up with this character, you know, they'll go more with it, you know? Yeah. And, I'm curious to see if there's going to be any sort of connection to the Shang-Chi universe. You know what I mean? Like that, that whole movie series, obviously they're part of the same universe, but that movie series, because, you know, they've already been in contact and they've already gone to, um, you know, that area, um, Mm. you know, Kamertaj. So it's one of those things where, you know, I could see them kind of having a little bit of a crossover. I'm hoping we get Iron Fist in some capacity, whether it's – I don't think it'll be Finn Jones as Iron Fist, uh, but I'm hoping if it's not Finn Jones, it's uh, Jessica Henwick because um, I know she was offered to play a role in Shang-Chi that she turned down to, yeah, uh, you know, Matrix. do something with the Matrix. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, that that will certainly be something to look out for. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, I'm very curious, yes, with America Chavez. I think she deserves a series more than Miss Marvel, if you ask me. But Really? What's your problem with Miss Marvel? Was that you 
beer that I, might be good or just like uh, I don't like the way it looks so far. So far. Um, it doesn't look traditional. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Miss Marvel's character. I especially like her character in the uh, the Marvel Avengers video game. Oh, that, uh, oh, that, oh yeah, yeah, her, yeah. Like she was really cool in that, and you use her for most of the game. But you know, I just don't like the idea of having it. I think someone called her the Ultraviolet Lantern, and it just stuck with me. Like, she's basically an Ultraviolet version of Green Lantern hmm. because of that, like, you know, that bracelet or whatever. Uh, Kevin, you're on the show, but you are muted, just letting you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's one of those things where I understand, you know, Reed Richards has the, the stretchy arms and all that, but... I mean, Miss Marvel also has that, and I get why they're saying they did it, or they they're saying they didn't use it that way, and they decided to have it be more of like a power looking thing, CGI. But I'm just not really a fan of it. I don't know. Hmm. What's up, Kevin? That. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hello, Kevin. good. Good. We're we're having uh, I think having fun talking. I MCU. think with all the Miss Marvel and the American. Yeah, now 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 you spark my attention because the Rams y'all can keep that kind of stuff, but yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but this that de- this definitely piqued my interest. I think though with the Miss Marvel and the Chavez and all this is what they're going around to is we're about to get a Young Avengers. We're about to get. I agree. Her the West Coast. A bit. The West Coast. Kate Avengers. Bishop's <laughs> going. Yeah, Kate Kate Bishop's going to be in it. And uh, it, I think I think we're just they're setting up to bring in all the all the young Avengers because then you're going to have because Wanda's kids are eventually going to come into play. So you're going to have the kids are going to be a part of it. And it's just going to be one of those things to where they because they're eventually going to find their kids in the 616. They're eventually going to make their way into it. So you're going to have all these that are in the 616. You're going to have all of them together to make the young Avengers with kind of like a. Doctor Strange, uh, mentoring them, uh, Falcons, Captain America, mentoring them, Bucky mentoring. So you're going to have you're going to have a lot of these guys. They're going to kind of pass down all the all the bigger ones are going to pass down their uh, their kind of their mantles to these guys. And then that way they can continue. That way, Disney can continue to make money for the next 20, 30 years off all this stuff. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that is uh, that is true, and they're setting it up well. Uh, you know, Patriot was introduced. Obviously, he's not uh, Patriot yet, um, but he was introduced in Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, you know, and Making then series Kid Loki in some facet, I'm sure, could be introduced. What I'm curious, there are two things here. There are two things I want to talk about. Key points that we haven't brought up. One. Will they use the destruction of an entire universe to justify, you know, like a kid Loki or even Wanda's kids to join 616? That's the first question. I'm going to yes. ask both that. The second, <laughs> the second, how far does Wanda have to go to redeem herself? Because she just killed all of those people at Kamertage and I just don't know. It seems harsh. I mean, obviously, you know, they they forgave Winter Soldier, but it 
you can still see in Falcon Winter Soldier, he's not fully forgiven. Um, but it is kind of that dynamic. So that's a really tough question. I mean, like Hulk didn't really go through it because Hulk had that movie. They, you know, he ripped up uh, Harlem with Abomination. But for the most part, Hulk wasn't really. I guess he was somewhat held responsible, but not really at the level I think Wanda's going to be held. Um, and, you know, word travels fast, incredibly fast in the MCU. So she'll already be like an outlaw. I mean, we already saw Peter Parker and the whole thing with No Way Home. So word definitely travels fast. But those two questions, do you think they'll use, uh, you know, the destruction of universes to, you know, merge these into 616? Or, and on top of that, um, what are your thoughts on Wanda's redemption arc? I don't think I don't think the six one six is going to like all the heroes we have in the six one six besides Doctor Strange. None of them are going to know about what Wanda did in these other universes because really Wanda took over other Wanda. So the other Wanda in the eight one in the other universe was a mom. So then there were one Wanda goes. What they did was they created, we've all heard the old thing, nothing, uh, you can ever have anything but like a woman scorned. Wanda has been scorned, tore up, tore down, beaten, bruised all throughout her life. She has never had the peace that a person, that a lot of these heroes have had. She's been the one who, she has had a tragic story the whole entire time. She's never had that peace going from her being made into what she was to going from then she goes into another movie. She finally gets peace with the Avengers only to go into Captain America Civil War where she blows up a whole building and kills all the people from Wakanda. So then you've got that stuff that happens and then it goes into another arc. So Wanda's never had that peace. Until she got some in WandaVision only to be messed up by the lady in WandaVision. So Wanda, I think, I think they're going to give her the benefit of the doubt when she comes back because we all know she's coming back. She's not dead. So when she comes back, I think she gets that benefit of the doubt because of what she's done throughout her time. And you can see her arc will completely come back to where it is especially when her kids are involved and they come back in there her kids will make her whole basically is what i think is going to happen when her kids come in then you see wanda become the wanda that everyone wants but i think she does something else that's going to be a head scratcher for everybody to bring her kids back into the 616 I could see that. I, I think, too, yeah. yeah, I think that makes sense. I really do worry about her 838 version because, you know, she's going to be left to kind of pick up the pieces there. You know, I, like, like I mentioned, the time stone might fix that because, like, you know, the Illuminati might just look the other way because they know it wasn't really that Wanda. But, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you, you don't know how that, that whole thing is going to transpire in 838. So, it is a and we an also thing there. and we also don't know who else is in the eight three eight. We don't yeah. know we don't know what other 
heroes are there. We don't know if if we don't even know if her brother's still alive there. So yeah, that's true, yeah. He could yeah. still be alive there and he could be the one to come out of nowhere and be like, Hey, she got taken over by whatever. This isn't the Wanda that we all know because they all know Wanda there as just a mom who wants to keep to herself. And we don't even know if Petrov's alive. We don't know her dad, uh, Magneto is going to be her dad and was rumored to be her dad in that universe. We don't know if he would come in and, and be like talk on her behalf. So that, that, that over there, basically you need a whole nother stinking movie just to figure out what's going on in a whole completely other universe that's separate from 616. So if you're going to bring <laughs> them together, you're going to bring them together because if not, they're going to show up out of nowhere like DC did with all them TV shows. And you're going to be like, well, who the hell are you? What are you doing in this? What are you doing in this already? We don't need you here. Where did you come from? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, they, they do have to be careful with that. I do trust Feige to, uh, you know, not mix that whole thing up. I do want to mention uh, Dr. Dingus point out something really cool. Uh, America Chavez could, possibly be the one that helps loki escape back to earth 616 totally didn't realize that that actually makes a lot of sense that could happen um, yeah i would really like that and then wanda already messed up with westview add what she did in mom and it will be very difficult to forgive she could end up being a deadpool like character where she's just an anti-hero i think that's probably where she's headed um i'm thinking that this untitled uh, you know, rumored Scarlet Witch project. Actually, it's not rumored. They're saying it's going to happen now. We just don't know when it's titled and we don't know who's going to be a part of it. But, uh, you know, this Scarlet Witch, uh, you know, project, I think is going to have to be about her, you know, her ability to try and cope with what she's done and also make amends. And I think it's going to be a redemption arc. And I think she has to redeem herself to get to be an anti-hero. She's not yeah. going to ever be an Avenger again because Wong is basically a part of the Avengers and, you know, he's obviously not going to allow that because, you know, she basically is the reason that, you know, all of his friends are dead and his family. So, you know, it's like, that's not going to go over well. Um, but, I but, but, but we say all this stuff about them remembering everything there's a simple spell that they can cast and make them all forget that Wanda did any of this stuff. I swear, if we get, if we get, I'm Wanda, telling you, <laughs> if if we get Wanda doing the whole uh, New Day Spider-Man thing from No Way Home, and Boom. it's the same thing, I swear. <laughs> Boom! Makes you forget all about all this stuff. But the Wanda project is going to be about her going and finding her children. That is her main purpose and her main lot from here until she finds them and brings them home. That is her, that is Wanda's purpose. That was her whole purpose in the whole movie going on a killing spree was just for her kids. Yeah. Like she went, she went more nuts on people than the lady, than the mom from the Lion King would have went on people. <laughs> like it's, 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 her whole art now is mom. She wants her children back because she views her children as the only way that she can have a piece of vision with her. 
that's what she yeah. that's what she views her kids as. Not knowing that White Vision is out there wherever he is. That because she didn't know he left. Like she didn't know she was busy fighting the other person. She don't know where he went and what happened with her. All she knows is the vision that she made up is gone. It's true. And like I, again, she doesn't. She doesn't know that that vision installed all of the, his memory. Exactly. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I agree with that, and I I do think White Vision is going to be in Wakanda forever. See, I think I think I think you can't put him in it because you're going to cluster everything that's going to be involved in that movie because you've got the debut of a a, a new villain who's going to turn into a hero. You've got to one figure out who the new Black Panther is going to be, and you got you, there's, be a, there's a Winston lot. Duke. Yeah, there's going to be a lot going on in that movie to have Vision return in it. I think a post credit scene. We might see him pop in there, but I, I, I just I don't see. I know he died in Wakanda, but they remember they took his body to that facility, so he could go back to where he was created. To because White yeah, Vision just, was created a whole different thing. He can go back to where he was created, and then then figure out what is going on there. So there's a lot that. of yeah. There's a lot of pieces. There's a lot of pieces to where he could be going back to. No, and don't forget Riri Williams, uh, who is the alter ego of Iron Heart. Uh, uh-huh. She is confirmed to be in that. Yep. So that is that's going to connect to the its own Disney project, um, yep. the Iron Heart series, which is coming out, I believe, in twenty twenty three at some point. Yeah, it's it's certainly going to be interesting, but I would need to know when Wakanda Forever takes place in order to really theorize the right way because. If I don't know the date, if I don't know the the year, like it's really hard to tell because like with Thor, Thor could be after, Thor could be before. We don't really know. You know? I'm thinking Thor but, I'm be. thinking Thor is almost directly right after all the stuff in in in, in Endgame happens. Cuz he gets on the ship, he gets on the ship with all with the Guardians at the end of the movie and they're gone. So I'm thinking well, I'm it's going to some be, of it might be, but they yeah, might I'm re, thinking, you know, fast forward it. I'm thinking it's I'm thinking it's going directly into that because you got to think Jane was was Jane a part of this uh, of the uh, snap or not? Did she die during the snap or was she still alive? So if she if she died during the snap and then she comes back and the ether is what gives her the cancer because that in the comics she has cancer. And she she knows she's dying, but she's able to use Mjolnir to turn into the mighty Thor. But every time she uses it and turns into the mighty Thor, it advances the cancer more and more and more. So she spends her last days trying to be a hero and help people. That's the basics of the, the mighty Thor character in the comics. In the movie, you have no clue what they're going to do because everything is completely different than what it is in the movie. That is true. Or in the book. Yeah. yeah. So so I don't know if they're going to go with her getting cancer from when she was when she had the ether in her. Uh so it just based on what they're doing with that, we I, I don't know. I do know that the Mjolnir she's using is the one that Helena broke. Yep. The one that I broke. do yeah. know that. 
I do know that just by looking at Mjolnir and I'm like, okay, that's the one that they broke me somehow for. They probably took all the pieces and went and forged it back together with the, uh, with the elf, which we'll probably see that in the movie where they forge it back together. Well, I have an idea because the trailer just dropped folks. And no, don't, no, no, don't, don't say nothing about it until I watch it. Well, what I'm thinking is that we could put this on pause. If everyone wants to stay in the uh, podcast here, the show here, we could put it on pause, like just as far as mute, watch it, and we could all discuss it. So, yes, I just let's need a do comment that. section. Okay, we tried it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just need a comment section to let me know if you guys want to do that. If not, then we don't have to, but it's a it's a thought. Oh, I'm 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 game. I can go watch it real fast. I can do that. Let's see. Yeah. I got two. I got to get everyone. So everyone, comment yes if you want me to put thumbs it up, on mute up. for a sec. Watch thumbs the Thor up. trailer and then come back and we'll discuss it. Or no, you... the only people that count right now are the people talking. Y'all can. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Because I. Do know one cool thing that's supposed to happen in the trailer is that they're supposed to have the goddess from uh, Wakanda in it. Hmm. The panther goddess is supposed to be in it, the one that controls their afterworld. She's supposed to be in it right? because apparently all the gods are getting together because the god butcher is going out there and killing everybody. So. Yeah, I know Gore is going to be in. Well, you'd have to imagine Gore is going to be in this trailer. I'm going to yep. watch it now, then. Um, I am, too. Everyone, <laughs> hang on. We'll be right back. It's going to take, like, two, three minutes, and uh, we'll talk about it. So, Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Actually, do yourself a favor. Go and, and check it out yourself while we wait, and we'll discuss it, because it, I heard it's going to be epic. All right. So, I just watched it. I'm not going to spoil it until... Uh, Kevin and Julio have seen it, but um, wow. Okay, all right. It uh looks looks very very good. Looks a lot better than the first uh Thor trailer. I'll say that. But it was on purpose, right? The first Thor trailer they didn't really showcase anything. It was really supposed to be just a quick thing and try to gloss over, you know, a lot of the the big spoilers and all that. But this is a pretty awesome trailer. Um, I'm normally not one that go crazy about trailers. I went pretty crazy about the No Way Home trailer because they hadn't really announced anything. But this is a pretty darn good one. Just Julia, what'd you think? That was pretty awesome. More and more details, more more scenes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought um, I thought it was definitely uh, you know, pretty awesome, and I'm excited. Oh, Jane is dying. Yeah, I'm pretty certain that she's gonna end up dying. Yep. She, she, I think she, I think the cancer is going to come into play or whatever sickness they're going to use. And she's going to give herself up to save Thor. And then Thor beats the shit out of Christian Bale, who looks amazing as the God Butcher, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that has the potential to be one of my favorite villains. Yeah, he, he, he's going to, he, he's going to be pretty good. I still, I still like Russell Crowe as Zeus. That's, that's that hilarious. Team. Yeah, that was you uh, that too was hard. Sad. Yeah, I mean, I think it looks really good. Um, 
I like that it's going to be more Thor, though, because I was a little concerned that, okay, you know, the Asgardians of the Galaxy idea, like, cool, right? But how long were they going to do that? And it doesn't look like they do it that long. No, I, I think it'll be... I think it'll be quick here and there things. I think he'll, they'll come to help him like during a couple of times just because they, they want him in the movie. They'll come to help him a little bit, but I don't think they're going to be in it that long. Yeah, I don't think they'll be in it that long but either. But we do um, know the timeline on it. Yeah. Eight, eight years, six months after the last time that he saw her. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're doing that, he didn't. he hasn't seen her since Thor of the Dark World. Exactly. So this is right after the blimp. 2013, exactly. <laughs> so yep, this is. I actually have uh, the timeline here on my phone. Um, oh, I put together a timeline. So thinking about that, uh, Thor: The Dark World. Let's see, when was that? Thor: The Dark World's 2013. So it's 2021, which would put it at. Huh. That would was put it, it was it in the end game. Oh. That doesn't yeah, make any uh, this I think it's going to be kind of timed up after the after the blimp. Uh I think that's that's what the timing on it's going to be. Yeah, it must be cuz that yep. They're timing it right after he gets on the boat with or the uh the ship with the guardians and then he takes off because we still see that he has the dad bod while he's working out. So it's going to be right after that. So then he turns back into Thor and he's with the Guardians when he's back to being buff. So, yeah, I think it's yeah, going to be right around that time three. Maybe a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see them, like, fast-forwarding a little bit. But, yeah, yeah, I, I think that makes sense. And we do yeah. know that it's not multiversal Jane. It is the actual Jane. It's the actual Jane, yep. That's confirmed now, so. <laughs> so, yep, we did the actual Jane. And, not knowing if everybody knows it, but Mjolnir was broken on Earth. Yeah. He, she, he was broke. It, it was broken Norway, I want to say. Correct? Yes. Well, that, uh, that place that they go uh, for the new Asgard is literally the place that it's the first setting in the Captain America uh, first Avenger movie. Yep. So. That yeah. Is, so it uh, was it was broken on Earth. So it makes sense that she got a hold of it. Also, can't confirm, but the rumor that I've heard is that this is the first movie of a new trilogy of Thor. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow, so, I do like that. I do like the route they went with Thor, though, from the first two movies to the way they have him now. When Hemsworth said, "Look, I want to play a more fun-loving, fun Thor instead of this serious thing," then they were like, "Okay, let's do it." And then bringing in, uh, bringing in the director. Now it's 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 just. The 180 degree turn they took with Thor yeah, from turning it into a movie where everybody goes eh, to one where everybody goes, okay, we got to go see it now. That that the way they did that, I I greatly appreciate because it's it's giving you a whole new view on uh, Hemsworth just playing the character. Yeah, and it's very Taika Waititi 
inspired. I mean, you know, it's you could just tell it's his movie. Like you could just tell. Yeah. Oh yeah. This He's is pretty much very similar. Just the the vibes I was getting. It's very similar to the tone of Ragnarok. Yeah. Even the even the Mandalorian episodes that he did a couple of. You can tell that they were his. Like you can tell just by the the comedy, the way it was wrote, the way everything was delivered, you can tell what kind of stuff that he wants to put into his movies and his shows and everything like that. So he's gonna I, I, anything that guy touches, I'm good with. Like put him put him and James Gunn in control of a lot of stuff, and I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I I definitely hear you there. I um I really like the way they made. Uh, Jane in this and I also um, I think his look is is pretty cool I know he went with the short hair and uh, in you know Ragnarok but he's got know, the I, uh, he's got I the Odin son he's got the Odin son armor and the look from the Odin son comic so it it just not missing the hand sorry if anybody hasn't read the comic he does get his hand cut off in the Odin son comic but he, he still has both hands. He just missing that eyeball. But it, it, he has that look from the Odin son, which is is just sweet. And then Dane looks it looks almost identical to the Mighty Thor character that they have in the comic. Now the thing that's interesting is where are they located? Oh, I don't. We know Asgard. I have no idea. They're I, no one spot they're going to is Olympus. Yes, I know that. I know the one spot they go to is Olympus, and there's another spot. I'm not sure what what the name of it is, but where it's it's going to be where all the gods are meeting together. So it's like a central meeting place for gods from every different different genre meet at this one place. Because that was the, I don't know if y'all saw the picture or not, where the picture has a uh, Valkyrie, uh, the mighty Thor, and then you see. Uh, Bath, that's her name. That's the one from uh, Wakanda. Bath is sitting underneath them. So they have they have a spot where all the gods meet together because the god butcher is going after all the gods. So they try to meet together to figure out how they're going to handle the situation. Because we all know Thor's from Norse mythology, and then you got Greek mythology with Zeus. So all of these are going to be all meeting together. Yeah, and it looks like they fixed the uh bifrost they made their own it looks like or that could be somebody else's and then i love the the detail they added to kind of add some darkness to the character um Mm -hmm. you know because in some of the scenes that you see him in it's like a black and white like scene yeah yeah even like it the God it Butcher shows is Thor a, in black and white too, which I do like. Oh, yeah, when they go, when they got to go up against him, it's a, it's a, it's a completely different. It's going to be a completely different vibe and feel, and you get that, you get the sense of dread whenever this guy comes around. I think he's going to be one of the better villains they had. I just hope they don't kill him off, but I'm pretty sure they will because that's what they it's do. Got, it's got to happen, dude. Yeah, that's that's what it's they do. Happen. But this, but this guy, this. This guy in the comics was just plain out. He's just a badass. Like, he's the one that takes every single person to their limit. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be, he's, he, he's going to bring that sense of dread 
to to this movie that you're going to have that comedy and the that that shining light that you've seen throughout all the thing with all the gods and everything. They're going to have that throughout it, but then you're going to have that dread when he comes in. He's going to be even worse, Hella. <laughs> yeah, he looks he looks nuts, and uh, yeah, you have to start to wonder about you know Valkyrie here because she fights him in that scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to start to wonder if she's gonna, you know. Die? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they're. I don't think they're killing her off because they got other stuff that they're planning on doing with her too. Because Tessa signed a very long deal with Marvel to do some more stuff with them. So because now she's queen of queen king of Asgard. So uh, they they got a lot of stuff that they're wanting to do with a lot of people. So. Uh, it, it, it's curious to see where a lot of these things go. I think Jane, I think Jane Doe definitely, cause I think Portman was only on for one more movie. And I think, uh, I think this may be her final go, but it's going to be cool to see the mighty Thor come on the screen. Yeah. I'm excited for her. I mean, you know, probably, yeah, I'm looking at it like it's probably a one-off. I think she'll probably get killed, but man, the God butcher, that is the, that is the best <laughs> villain design since when we first th- uh, saw Thanos in Infinity War. Is he played by Christian Bale? Yes, that's yes. Christian Bale. Yep. That's Christian Bale, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's Batman. Yep. They went and 39. stole Batman. Yeah, they stole another Batman and they made him white. Look at that. He went from playing a character that wears all black to now you wear all white. <laughs> and he's also Patrick Bateman. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So now he's well. Now he is playing a psycho in this movie too. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> that true. one scene yeah. where he takes the entire planet out. Yeah, he's he. I'm telling you, dude. Is is this this movie? This movie. I'm looking. I was looking forward to this one more than I was uh, the multiverse one. Yeah, I was looking forward. I was looking forward to this movie much more than I was the other one. I was looking forward to this movie, um, but until I saw this particular trailer, I don't think I was super hyped for it. Obviously, I was because I'm an MCU fan, but just the level of hype since seeing the second trailer, I heard it was going to blow your mind, but like, I don't know, man. It just looks like they absolutely killed it with gore, and I just think this is going to be, a, this is probably going to be the best of the series, and Ragnarok was phenomenal. Yeah, ever since ever since Ragnarok, I look forward to seeing what they do with Thor, because Thor's arc has been Thor's arc has been different from every other hero. He has went through him much like Wanda has went through nothing but pain. He's went yeah. through nothing but his brother died four hundred thirty six times. His 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 mom's dead. His dad died. His home, his, his home was blew up. Half of his people were killed, and he's just—he got his eyeball poked out of his head. He had to fight the Hulk. He, he, everything that this has went on with him has his arc has been a complete one eighty. He's gave up his his kingdom basically to be able to go and just live with him. So now, what they're trying to do is start it out as a 
oh, look, this is Thor being able to go out and live a happy life, and then the God Butcher comes along. So Thor's arc has never been you've never Thor's never had that peace. Thor's always been at war some way or another. No, I I agree with that, and uh, you know I'll I'll say this. I think looking at this, this doesn't feel like a movie that Loki would show up in, but I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some Loki at the end, maybe like a post credit. Same thing, yeah. He and, and and Loki, Loki is that one character that everyone wants to see show up in almost everything. Like he's the one character who can show up anywhere that he wants to show up, and people will be like, "Oh, that makes sense. Put him in it," because everybody just loves loves Loki. And I'm like, if he showed up in this, I I, I wouldn't mind it one bit. I wouldn't mind him him coming in to help save it again but we got to remember this is a different loki than what died the last time we saw loki this is the loki from 2014 that's there now yeah so this is this is a different loki that doesn't know this loki don't know everything that's happened to thor since then so placing him in this wouldn't really make a lot of sense because he wouldn't know what was going on i think maybe a post credit scene with him like finding out something happened to the mighty Thor and then thinking it was his brother because he don't know what's going on and something like that. Yeah. But, but I just don't know if you can throw that 2014 Loki in to right now, because he really doesn't know what's going on with anything. He's still, no, stuck. It's true. He's, yeah. he's still stuck in the one part. He's still stuck. <laughs> yeah. And Sylvie is supposedly coming back for season two. So I wonder how they'll incorporate her. Back. Everybody's coming back. They say it's that show. That show. That show right there was fun. That show brought in a whole different vibe of everything to open the door up for what all we're getting now. And people are like, "Well, I went and watched the movie. I don't know." I'm like, "Do you have Disney Plus? If not, I'll let you borrow my stuff. Go and watch all of it. You'll figure it out. Stop asking me questions because I'm tired of answering them." <laughs> I'm like, just go and watch it. Well, what happened here? Just go watch it. It's easier for you to go to watch it than it is for me to explain it. I still love the way they timed it up. Perfect, you know, Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige esque fashion, where they connected the moment that Sylvie stabs He Who Remains and kills him. Wanda breaks the, uh, you know, breaks open the sacred timeline, becomes the Scarlet Witch, which she was never supposed to be in the sacred timeline because of the fear mm-hmm. of the entire multiverse. Yep. And I just, I love how it happens at the same exact time. Mm-hmm. Fire. The one thing you can say about how Disney has done everything is one, they've casted remarkably well. Like, there's not a lot of people, there's not a lot of characters you can go, oh, well, this guy would have done a better job or this guy would have done a better job. Like, they have, across the board, they have done a great job with their casting. The only one that made me mad was when they had, when they did the first roadie. I was like, Terrence Howard should have never been roadie in the first place. You should have got him out of there from the first place, but they didn't really have a lot of control back then. But then when he wanted all that money and they kicked him out, Don Cheadle coming in perfect. But they have not made 
many or none at all bad casting choices when it's come to these movies. And two, they had a plan and they've stuck to it. And they've made a boatload of money with it. So they I, I think I yeah. think they I think they've done an incredible job with it and it hasn't had they they they've had some stinkers, but majority of those movies have been and TV shows have been dead on pretty good right on the money with it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I don't know what's going on with the live chat, guys, so apologies, but I did get a bunch of people in here. Uh, it was broken in what's now New Asgard. Yeah, was, uh... Hoping we get Beta Ray Bill at some point in the movie, or maybe set him up for the next one. Uh, I believe Thor gets his hammer back in Endgame, though. Marvel Phase 4's theme has been grief. There's been death and grief in all shows and movies, so I'm predicting a death or two in this movie. Uh, there well, wasn't the- one in, um, okay, so there was a major death, not like the character, but the way he was killed in Falcon Winter Soldier. That was tone setting. Uh, WandaVision, I mean, no one really died in WandaVision. I guess, like, obviously the idea of, you know, the, the hex not being a thing. Loki, uh, he who remains dies, um... But not really. But not really. <laughs> exactly. Very, very odd. Um, yeah. I the hammer. The hammer in Endgame was from the Dark World, so that's not the real. That's not the hammer because the hammer got broken. So Captain America took that hammer back to the appropriate timeline. So now that hammer is broken. So whoever said the hammer was in Endgame, that's the one from then, and then it got broke again. Same hammer that broke. I got you. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, because that's the one. It's the one that he he goes back and he meets his mom and then he gets it there. Well, then Cap takes it back in time with him and returns it to the appropriate timeline. So that hammer is the one that gets broken. You're welcome. That makes sense. It's what I'm here for. They showed the Necrosword, which is one, if not the most powerful weapon in the MCU. Yes. I wonder how they will cover Gore backstory because it's extensive in the comics. Very, 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 very extensive. How expensive? Yeah. How? Dude, I'm telling you, he's bad, man. If you if this is your first like feeling for this guy, oh, you, you I would suggest going reading up on him a little bit because he's a bad dude. Like he is a bad dude. I'm excited. <laughs> Give me chaos. <laughs> yeah, he's a bad dude, man. He is he when he comes on, you're gonna be like, oh shit. <laughs> Especially Christian Bill, so yeah, have to. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, they they the, if they want to go and get an actor to play somebody, they go and get an actor to play somebody. Getting Christian Bell to come into the MCU and getting freaking um freaking gladiator. Russell Crowe to come into the MCU. It, it, it they they do a good job of getting people to come. It's true, and it's funny because um, Russell Crowe actually played—I forget which one—but I know he might have played Thor, um, in the play. Yeah, the him. Yeah, yeah, him and Matt Damon, Matt Damon played Matt Damon. Yeah. yeah, Matt Damon. No, it was Matt Damon and uh, Hemsworth's brother were. Loki yeah. and Thor in the play. 
Yeah, Russell, Russell, Russell Crowe played Odin or something. Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe, I think, I think Russell Crowe was Odin or somebody like that. I think, I think it was. I'm not sure, but I know that that Hemsworth's brother was one of them, and I know Matt Damon was one of them. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. I, I do. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about now. I um, want to. I want, but I want to. I want a couple of cameos in this thing because I know we got some in in. In Loki, that I actually want to see come to the movie. I want to see, I want to see the Frog Thor come up somewhere, because he's one, <laughs> he he's one of the strongest Thors there is in the little frog. And then, uh, of course, Beta Ray Bill, I want to see show up eventually sometime. But I think, and this is just me going off of it, that if Jane, when Jane dies, that either Thor retakes the hammer. Because Beta Ray Bill is the one that got Stormbreaker. So either Thor retakes the hammer or he gives the hammer to Beta Ray Bill and Beta Ray Bill becomes Thor. Or they just give Beta Ray Bill uh, the uh, Stormbreaker. Because we already know Beta Ray Bill is somewhere out there because he was on the uh, he was on the thing in Thor Ragnarok uh, in the collector's uh, building. One of his face, his face was on the statue. So we do know he's out there. Yeah, absolutely. I love those different, you know, little hints and, you know, the uh, the attention to detail in the MCU. Is you got to pay attention. Else. They make you they make you pay attention, just like on Spider-Man, where you had to pay attention to all the all the uh, things that were in the clouds when they were doing the uh, the multiverse thing. You had to see Rhino and yeah. and uh, Cra- uh, Craven and. And uh, Black Cat was in the thing. So it makes you pay attention to stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw uh, Null, uh, the god lizard. of symbiotes or whatever. Yeah, Lizard was in there too. Uh, they, had, they, had a bunch of, they had a bunch of people in there. Scorpion, I think, was in there. Or, no, Scorpion was in there. Lizard was in the movie. What am I talking about? But yeah, they had... <laughs> They had they had all kinds of them in the cloud above there. If you're if you're watching, so when you're watching the movie, you got to pay a lot of attention. That's why I hate going with people who don't watch the or who've only watched a few of them, and then they want to ask questions. I was like, it's like when you're in class and you're like, keep all questions until the end of the thing, and then I will get back with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like, I get- don't ask me during the movie, or I will curse you out in the movie theater. so guys i think this has been a pretty successful uh debut episode of mcu edge um i uh i I mean we've we've had plenty of people in here um throughout i've I've seen it and we've had some people that have been here the whole time appreciate you guys and uh, it's been awesome every monday we're going to be doing this at 9 p.m eastern time every single monday you can always call in you are just as much a part of the show as anyone else. So keep that in mind for next time. If you didn't call in this time or, you know, you got nervous. I've had people like that before. It's all good. Um, we'll be doing this next Monday. We'll be talking about fan casting and not just like fan fiction, right? When I'm talking about fan casting, I'm talking about realistic stuff. Like, you know, for instance, casting the whole X-Men, you know, who who could realistically play any of the new X-Men characters? Things like that. So storm. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> we're going to um, hit that up next Monday. After that, 
you know, there's going to be plenty of stuff. You never really run out of content with the MCU. We'll be covering all the news and, um, you know, humble opinion over here. But be sure, if you haven't already, to subscribe to the show. Uh, we have, I believe, 26 subscribers. I have about 50 on the Rams show. So let's see if we can get that up. And furthermore, be sure to subscribe because eventually it will take a little bit. But eventually, this is going to be on all podcast platforms, um, mainly Apple Music and Spotify. So uh, be sure to check that out. But that's going to do it for me, Kevin, Julio. Um, you know, really appreciate you guys, you know, hopping on here and, you know, kind of co-hosting with me the, uh, you know, the second half of the show. Really do appreciate it. And I look forward to next time, folks. This is a lot of fun. Oh, and by the way, yesterday I rode the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Epcot. So if anyone gets to go to Epcot when it opens up, oh, it is a it is a very fun ride. Let's just say you will be laughing the majority of the ride as well. It, it is a very fun ride. Where's that? It's at Epcot. Epcot? Okay. Yeah, they That's just legit. opened up. It's the only thing, it's the only Marvel related thing they could open up in Florida because they, one, they didn't put Marvel on it and Universal doesn't have anything Guardians of the Galaxy related at Universal Studios Florida. So they're actually able to open up a Guardians of the Galaxy right there. Okay. Huh. But it is it's huh. a cool little roller coaster. I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right, folks. Well, you know, appreciate you both uh, joining. And uh, if you guys haven't already, be sure to. Subscribe, check out the new Thor trailer that just dropped. It's awesome. And uh, I'll meet you guys right back here next Monday for episode two of MCU Edge. You guys take care. (laughs) See you later, guys. Bye.